0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life for Wired podcast, and thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, July 31st. Today's episode is all about momentum, and Christine and I are super excited to dive into specific examples where momentum has played a huge role in our individual lives as well as our collective lives. But before we begin, this episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients, 20 grams of protein, and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And, you know, these are bars that I always have on me at the gym when I'm on the fly or when we're traveling. That way I know, you know, I'm getting quality ingredients. I'm not worrying about consuming anything processed and I'm getting 20 grams of protein, which is why we love to recommend these to clients to help hit their protein goals. And each box of bars is cold pressed daily packaged and made fresh to order in columbus ohio so if you guys are a first-time customer and you use our code live 10 you will get 10 percent off of your order so on to today's episode which is number 44 titled momentum is everything so with it being the last day of july we want you guys to transition into next month with positive momentum that we're going to help you establish in this episode today that's really why we do these episodes on Sundays, and it's so that you guys can start the week off with momentum on a positive note and really start your week and month off in the right way because you know how you end the week and how you end the month is definitely going to determine how you roll into the next one and how you guys are going to start off your August. So don't just wait until Monday or wait until the first of the month to start acting like the person you want to become. Start acting like that person literally right now. And so to kind of open up today's episode, guys, we really wanted to break down how we've individually experienced momentum in our own lives, kind of what it's meant to us, how it has really become, you know, a staple strategy in our lives, because we know if we can commit to that momentum and commit to the long game, things are going to work out in our favor. And so anytime that, you know, I think about momentum, it really takes me back to like the very first time I, I ever really experienced this and realized it. And it was when I was transitioning out of the Ohio State lacrosse team and into the Ohio State football team. This was a huge, huge schedule change for me. Um, so I know I've talked a lot in the past about lessons I've learned from this, but one big thing that I haven't, you know, shed a lot of light on is just the time commitment and the the type of schedule change from being a lacrosse player to being a football player. You know, my days went from a couple hours a day with the lacrosse team to seven, eight hours of dedicated hard work with the football team. And so as I was making this transition, I just will never forget like the first week on the Ohio State football team, we had all these obligations like, you know, going to study table hours outside of football, going to meetings, going to like rehab and getting, you know, our bodies taken care of, uh, going to film, you know, getting ready for practice um all of the above like we were hit with so many so many different things and i remember in that first week alone i like couldn't even get my study table hours because my time management just was like all over the place i was trying to figure out you know how do i even manage all of this how do i even like get these things done and that's really where i started to realize you know i have to start committing to little small things every single day bit by bit to be able to accomplish all those things that were new to my plate And so, you know, I kind of take took this same exact lesson and principles that I learned from this of committing to that small daily task and applied it when I was really struggling in my as I transitioned into my corporate job, because during that time, it was new. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of, you know, things that I just wasn't used to in the past. And so I knew that things like my fitness started to take a hit and my priorities were kind of just all over the place. So it kind of happened at a second time in my life as I was transitioning out of college and into my corporate job, I started to realize that, you know, fitness was definitely something that was still very important to me. And so was my health, but it was really starting to take a hit because I was prioritizing, you know, my job and not making time around the health and the fitness and the training and things like that. And so it's so crazy to kind of reflect, like, and every time Christina and I talk about kind of where we're at now to kind of pull back and think about really where it all started. Like it's very profound to think, like this whole trajectory I've been on over these last several years literally started with one small commitment to myself to wake up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym. That's literally how the past three plus years have just fallen into place. And it all started, and I'm not kidding you guys, with one commitment to just waking up and going to the gym at 5 a.m. Because guess what? Doing that small task then enabled me to start showing up for myself consistently with my fitness, with my health. Then it started, you know, to motivate me to start showing up for myself and my profession. You know, I was unhappy with my job. I knew I had to make change. I knew I had to find something different. And so I started to hold, you know, myself and, and what I was doing for my day-to-day work and my day-to-day job to a higher level and to a higher standard that made me motivated to start transitioning into something that served me better. And then I started to make leaps and bounds toward that. And it's just each one of those things started to play off one another, and it got me truly to where I am today. It's when I met Christina. It's when you know we developed a relationship for one another, and 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 really took off with this thing together. And I decided
1: um, I was a five a.m. workout person decided, just to see you at the gym.
0: <laughs> and then you decided that, yep, just so you could see me. And so it's just crazy, guys, to really like step back and reflect on where momentum has got us. Like to think back, this whole trajectory started with me just wanting to wake up at 5 a.m. again and focus on my training and focus on personal development, doing my reading in the morning, doing the gratitude, doing the work. And I think that that's going to be such a theme throughout this is that in the work and in the effort that you guys put toward building that momentum, future you is going to thank you for it. And I'm telling you, it's so cool when we have those little experiences where it's almost kind of like an aha, like an aha moment for Christina and I, when we realize like, oh my gosh, like that thing we did a bunch of months ago or several weeks ago (laughs) used to be so hard or it used to be so different for our routine. And now it's become just the norm. Mm -hmm. And it helps, it really just helps you guys eliminate any sort of resistance and get things done without thought. That's how you guys wanna think about momentum is you're making it so habitual for yourself and for your day-to-day that you don't even think about it. It's as easy as showing up and brushing your teeth. And it's so cool because I see it time and time again with clients. And I actually was just having a conversation with one of my clients all about his trajectory because he's had one of the most phenomenal transformations I've ever witnessed out of any of my clients I've had up until this point. And I actually was telling him that I'm going to get him on the podcast because this man has like literally rewired his whole brain, his whole approach to his life. And that's really what the goal of this podcast is guys. That's why, you know, even before Christina, I came up with this name, Life Rewired. Like we are truly trying to help you guys totally rewire your lives and rewire your perspectives so that you can then align your life with what it is you truly want. Because a big piece of this podcast is to help you guys develop self-awareness. And through self-awareness is where you find true alignment with yourself and with you know, what it is you're meant to do in this world. And so after Christina kind of gives examples where she's experienced, you know, momentum in her own individual lives, we really want to help give you guys tangible pieces of information and tangible tactics that you can use in your life to really start building momentum in your favor so that you guys can crush all of your goals Coming as we transition into August and for the rest of the year.
1: Exactly. And one of the things that came to mind when you were talking about creating systems and eliminating resistance is that we're still doing this in our lives. Like we don't have our routines down like to a T. Like to the most for the most part we do because fitness is our career and you know we do it together, which makes it easier. But to give an example of like creating momentum like for the week or for the next day, what we'll do now like if we had resistance to in the mornings, we would spend like 10 minutes, like we have this really cool water fountain from his parents. It's like a filter system next to our fridge and we would take turns like filling up the dog's water, filling up my half gallon, filling up your water bottle. Then we'd fill up our greens, then we fill up the coffee pot. So like creating our concoctions in the morning, like of our greens, of our coffee. It took us like 10 minutes and then we had like five minutes to meditate and you were out the door. So it took off time of our morning routine and made us probably not want to take our greens as much in the morning. So one thing we did before bed now we will do our greens like we'll put it in the fridge. In the morning we wake up, we just grab it out of the fridge and that's a tangible example of like how you can create systems and habits in your life to create momentum because we wake up and just like you said you wake up you brush your teeth it's a habit you wake up you open the fridge there's your green so Damn. if you're finding it hard to create a habit in the mornings do it the night before and that's like creating momentum for the week on a sunday which is just what we're going to talk about today so for me momentum has been huge obviously i've been on my fitness journey since i was in like sixth grade and i shared my story today that there's been a lot of trial <laughs> and error and a lot of ups and downs and when you're in those valleys of your fitness journey there's going to be peaks and there's going to be valleys. When you're in those valleys, it's really hard. It feels like you're pushing a boulder up a hill when you're trying to get started all over again. So if you just never stop the small habits, then the boulder never comes to a complete stop and you don't have to put so much effort behind it to get it up the hill. You just have to keep a slow roll going. And that's what like I've always hit my gallon, like since I started my fitness journey back in my competition days, and I've always stayed active with my steps. So, like those two habits, even when Life gets crazy even when I've like lost loved ones or I've transitioned jobs or I've moved cities like I've always kept those two habits on track so it's easier to pick back up on the nutrition and the working out because I'm still hydrating I'm still getting my steps in still taking my greens you know those habits are always ingrained in me And those small habits help keep me on track. So the hardest part for me when momentum completely came to a screeching halt, I would say was after I competed, it was really hard to pick up my habits. Like I've shared before, after I competed, it made me kind of hate eating healthy. It made me hate working out because I created such a negative mindset around it because working out to me was a way to burn calories and eating was clean foods will help me reach my goals and eating super low calorie will help me to get a six pack because that's what helped get me on stage. But you can't maintain that long term. And so after that, it was really hard to pick up back up those habits. I didn't want to go in the gym. I had zero motivation because my why was completely gone. My why was to get on stage. It wasn't an internal or like deep enough. Why? So one time I would wake up and I would eat like pancakes for breakfast. I'd go out to brunch. Then my whole is ruined. So I said, if I had one bad habit, you know, I'll start over tomorrow. I kept saying, I will start over tomorrow. I'll pick back up on tracking macros tomorrow. And guess what? Tomorrow lasted the whole summer. And then by the time fall came around, I was 10 to 15 pounds heavier. And it's a lot harder to start your momentum when you do not feel like yourself. So One thing I started to do was like never miss twice mentality. So if you had like pancakes at brunch and a mimosa, you eat a healthy lunch. If you eat something that's quote soul food for dinner, you end your day with a healthy habit and show yourself like I can continue to do soul things but if I never miss twice my momentum's not going to come to a screeching halt because I kept saying if I have one slip up like there's no slip ups this is your fitness journey for a lifetime you're going to fail but it's always a lesson it's never a failure and you're just going to keep the momentum going and another time when momentum kind of came to a stop for me was very recently Uh, I had to take two weeks off lifting to let the disc my back heal and once I got back into working out it was like just a routine that I hadn't done for two weeks, so even though I've loved working out like my whole life, pretty much. I wasn't used to going in the gym and lifting. I would go in, do my mobility, get my steps in and then leave. And
0: yeah, and that's even something where like for me, I think back to the example I was giving even earlier in the intro where, you know, I kind of stopped working out after my playing career, and I was trying Mm -hmm. to pick it back up again. And I think for the listeners, it's so important for you guys to realize, especially as it pertains to fitness, because, you know, if you do stop, it is extremely difficult to get back on and get yourself showing up again. That's why Christina and I always say, and preach to our clients and preach to pe- our audience on our social media is to just show up. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's not perfect, even if your energy is shit, even if your, your headphones are dead, even if, you know, it's not the perfect training environment you're at a hotel gym, like, just do something because it's that art of showing up and that act of showing up that's going to keep that momentum moving forward. Because, you know, even for someone like me who was a very, you know, high profile athlete, you know, going from that to being completely on my own, it's very, very easy to stop. You don't have the coaches. You don't have the, you know, the same why behind why you're training. So then it's very easy to stop. And trust me, like I can speak. So to any of you out there who have stopped and it's become difficult for you, like, just know, like I get you because like I have been there when I stopped playing, like I had stopped. I was not going to the gym. I would be good for getting like maybe one to two workouts in per week. And after several months of doing that, it's like I really just had to look myself in the mirror and be like, yo, we can't keep doing this. Like you got to start showing up for yourself. You got to start getting into that gym. And so I just wanted to provide context behind like, look, like It's just as easy for us to fall off as it is for you guys to fall off. I've been there. I've experienced it. And that is where this momentum and just showing up is going to help push you through and help you just push on further and further and further and get you really towards your goals.
1: Yeah. And what helped me get back on track too, and I'm sure Zach can say this too, is just like remembering something's better than nothing. So if you go to the gym and you just do 30 minutes, like when I got back into the routine, One thing that kept my momentum going was I would go to the gym at the same time every day. I'd walk through mobility. So like the time I would spend lifting, I still spent at the gym. But once I got back into the flow of lifting, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is going to, I'm going to have to build this muscle up again, like my mental muscle for lifting. So 30 minutes turned into 45 and then 45 turned into my whole workout. But If I went into it saying, like, I have to get this whole workout in or nothing at all, then it would have been hard to start. And I would have probably kept saying, I'm going to start over tomorrow. I'm going to start over tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's just something you have to remember is, like, even if you get 20 minutes in, 30 minutes in, like, you're teaching yourself subconsciously. Like, you keep promises to yourself and this is now habit versus – saying, I'm going to start tomorrow. Then you're always that person. Like in Atomic Habits, he talks about you're casting a vote for yourself. It's
0: winning those little battles.
1: Yeah. You're always that person who starts over tomorrow. And then guess what? It's going to turn into the next day and the next day. So just think about that. Like something's better than nothing. And I see this all the time after vacations, big events like weddings or holiday weekends, like after Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving. A lot of people don't want to get back in the gym on Monday, but if you missed, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like, you got to get that momentum going. Like, just go Monday and walk. Like, mm-hmm. just do something, and then the next day, it, be- it, begins a lot- it becomes a lot easier to begin creating that habit again into your routine, but if you let yourself go, like, a week or two weeks, like, it's going to be a lot harder to start over, so just add one healthy habit in and drop that all-or-nothing mindset, and it makes it so much easier to get back on track. And for me especially, being an Enneagram three and you have a three in you too, Zach. I know the all or nothing mindset and just like perfectionist mindset that's just ingrained in us prevents us from starting sometimes and it stops that momentum completely. So once you start adapting that, like something is better than nothing mentality, that's when the magic happens.
0: And that's how it's so easy to fall off track and like gain a bunch of excess weight is because, you know, you, you have that, that Thursday where you decided not to get that workout in turned into you then convincing yourself on friday not to get that workout in which then convinced yourself for that whole next week not to get the workout in and before you know it your activity is no longer and you're slowly now in a calorie surplus a couple pounds here a couple pounds there over the course of a couple years bang, you know, you have put on a lot of excess weight and you have no routine with training. And that's really how, like, that's a very simplified trajectory and simplified example, but that's really how people fall off. And that's how people, you know, look, look at themselves after, you know, a couple of years and they're like, how did I, you know, get to this point? And it's because it's that fragile. It's that easy for that momentum to work for you or against you. And Christina gave a really good example of like pushing that boulder up the hill. That's really kind of how, you know, we conceptualize and think about these things. And I think Jeremy, you know, Jeremy Scott even talked about that one time on one of his podcasts about, you know, that's kind of how you have to think about life is like, we're all, you know, pushing our boulder up the hill. It's, it's, it's an incline. We're behind that boulder and we're pushing like crazy, You know, and if you stop at all, you know, that boulder is going to start rolling back down that hill. And so it's like you guys have to continue pushing and pushing and pushing, even if it sometimes seems insignificant, like even reflecting on this past year and some of the little commitments that Christina and I have made daily that have just paid off profoundly Mm -hmm. in the future. It's crazy, guys. And so commit to those small battles, commit to those or commit to winning those small battles. And you guys will be really shocked. You know, it's just how far it can take you. You know, that's and I really even think about our coaching process and the way you know you and I both coach Christina, where you know it's all about those small wins. It's creating those small wins for clients. It's not, hey, let's reach those goals that you're wanting to wanting to achieve in you know three, six, or twelve months. On like the first day, <laughs> like on day one. Mm-hmm. No, let's pull back. What are the daily tasks? What are the weekly tasks? What are the monthly tasks? that we are going to do to yield those results we're looking for and put us in a position for success.
1: Yeah. Same thing goes for anything you're trying to start. Like we may have the fitness part down, but we're always making tweaks to our routines. But then starting a podcast, that's something new for us. And we look back now and today we're like, wow, this is episode 44. How cool. But like you may look at this and say like, wow, look what they've built. But doing one small episode every week. Like we just do one episode a week and the first one may have been 10 minutes. The second one may have been 20 minutes and now they're consistently like 30 to 40 minutes and we have so many of you, we were just looking at the stats, like so many of you listeners, part of the Life Rewired family and if we had never done one episode, like we, the momentum would have never started. Never well, Zach did episodes like one through, I don't know how many on your own, but what's cool is like when you look at something that you've built and you look back and you're like, oh, that compound effect of one per week got mm-hmm. me here. The same thing happens to... Drinking a gallon a day or taking your greens every day or hitting a workout like even if it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, like eventually you get to where you wanna be. But if you tell yourself like, I can only start this podcast if we did an hour long episode twice a week, like we would have burned out. You can't go from zero to 100 and expect you to maintain that habit.
0: And I think Christina brings up a phenomenal point there about being adaptable. And I think that that is gonna carry, being adaptable along this process of building momentum is going to be huge because, you know, I gave the example of like my football journey. I gave the example of the season of life with the corporate job. Christina. Gave her examples of her seasons of life, but guess what? Those seasons are always changing. Mm-hmm. New things are happening. Like, while it's not we, gonna stop. It's not gonna stop. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things for most of you guys to realize. And I, this has been a very consistent theme with a lot of my clients as of recently, especially with like the morning routines. It's like show up and just do a little bit. Do a little bit. You don't have to conquer it. You don't. It doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it. Just that act of doing. And that act of taking action is what's going to build that momentum in your favor, because you can pivot, you can adjust, you can make those small changes, you can implement this new strategy and take out this old one. You know, that's kind of what we've done with the podcast and with our businesses. And so it's just really cool to see that. And that's why we are so passionate about this topic, because we want this for you guys. We want you guys to experience the magic behind really trusting in the process and trusting in momentum working for you not against you and so that's why you know we really want to dive into giving you guys tangible tips um, and strategies that you guys can utilize in your own lives to help get this momentum working in your favor and working for you and not against you
1: that's right and my favorite quote ever if you're a client of mine listening to this you've heard this at least once a week that never miss twice mentality and that's where like for a lot of people that never miss a monday kind of came in when it comes to working out because most people take rest days Saturday, Sunday, socialize, you're traveling on the weekends, you have plans. So if you miss Monday, then you're already starting the week off with three days of not going. So it's a lot harder to start on Tuesday. So I typically tell my clients and what we do is like when we get back from a trip or when it's after a holiday or after a weekend of rest, like we get in the gym on Monday and it starts your week off with some positive momentum. Because when you have a positive habit at the beginning of your day, the rest of your day, follow suit like you hit your nutrition goals you hit your water goal you hit your step goal when you keep one promise to yourself the rest of the day follows but this never miss twice applies to both nutrition and working out so if you're finding it really hard like if you're a client of ours or you want to start your fitness journey on your own and you cannot get into the gym like you're just telling yourself i'm so unmotivated to get into the gym like just go on a monday 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Once you're in there, you're going to feel good. And then if you skip Tuesday, cause you sleep in, you tell yourself, okay, I missed today. I'm going to go tomorrow. So then it helps prevent that perfectionist mindset. Like you can miss a day. Like you don't have to go seven days a week at all. But if you never miss twice, that boulder keeps rolling and it never starts sliding back towards you. And you don't, you don't take any steps backwards. So that never miss twice when it comes to nutrition could look like I said, you go out to brunch, you have maybe pancakes or you have a waffle, like there's no good and bad foods, but you know, those foods that serve your goals, food that serve your soul. Like let's say you go for bottomless mimosas, you have a pastry, like that doesn't serve your goals. We know that, but then you follow up your next meal with something healthy. And that prevents you from saying, today's a complete wash. I'm just going to throw out the window. We'll start over on Monday. We'll start over tomorrow. But then you're out working, you know what you did on Sunday versus having a healthy meal, even if you have like a soul food dinner or you have, you know, another drink at dinner, you're watching football. Like in in football season, I used to go out for mimosas. I used to stay all day, but then Monday rolled around and it was really hard to pick back up the momentum because I spent all day doing soul habits when if you balance it out, 50-50 is better than zero to 100. So mm-hmm. if you just never miss a you know healthy meal twice, you never miss a goal meal twice, then you'll be just fine.
0: Yeah. And I just love this strategy too, because it really helps you keep a check Kind of on yourself because you can apply this, guys, to to anything. Like if you're trying to, you know, start a morning routine, if you're trying to start a new business and, you know, you have like these very early um, stages and steps that you have to accomplish. It's like just start by not missing twice, like start by showing up and getting it done. But if you start to slip up and you start to miss, you know, one day or one task, like don't let it happen again in that day or don't let it happen again consecutive days.
1: Yeah. Like if we're doing the podcast, like we may have missed a Sunday once, but we didn't miss it twice. And that's why we're on episode 44 and all of you are still (laughs) listening. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And so, going off of that, guys, another piece that can really help you guys build momentum is simply just by starting small. And since Christina has been, honestly, it's just kind of cool we've been reflecting back on this podcast. Like, think about even Christina, think about like our podcast and, and you know, my podcast before we were collective on this thing. Um, But, you know, I started small. I literally bought a cheap mic and I started recording guys on voice messages. Like (laughs) I had no idea even how to use software yet or how to use editing software and edit the audio and things like that. And so I just started. I knew I wanted to get information out. I knew I wanted to make a positive impact on people's lives, you know, through health, through fitness, through personal development. And I just started. I just started by, you know, cheap mic voice messages
1: done is better a, than perfect and
0: using a website to upload it to you know different platforms and then like Christina said look at where we're at now you know 44 episodes in um, you know we've got upgraded mics upgraded software we utilize a little bit better and more optimal of a process and so we just started small i started small and then we grew it we pivoted we threw things out that didn't work we added in new things that worked and so i don't want to keep hammering like our podcast is the example but it really does prove this point about how you know by starting small being adaptable you guys can take you know whatever you want to as far as you want and that's what's really cool about you know using momentum in your favor and i also think about this from like a fitness standpoint with things that are like super easy to do, like going, going and getting the ten thousand steps. Like if you guys, especially if you guys have a pet, like if you have a pet, getting ten thousand steps is definitely very easy. This so like a cat, or yeah, if, something. <laughs> if you have a dog, I should say, or or a pet that needs to needs to be walked. Um, but anyway, I always like to think of just like low hanging fruit and something like for me, you know, I'm in a cutting phase. I'm trying to keep my activity high, you know, and my intake a little bit lower um, to remain in a calorie deficit. And so something I've been doing um, is going. On the stairmaster and doing my client programs on Sunday to add in some extra cardio. And before, you know, I was simply just sitting on the couch or sitting at a coffee shop and knocking out these client programs. Well, while you know, I could use that time doing activity and doing the work simultaneously. So once again, you know, use that, use those strategies and techniques that are low-hanging fruit that are like the path to least resistance that are the easiest to add into your routine right now, and then. Adapt and pivot as you guys build momentum in your favor. And so start small, always start small and work from there.
1: And that's why we always meet our clients where they're at. We don't start a client if they say, you know, on average, I get a thousand steps a day. Like we'll say, okay, now your goal is 2,000 to 3,000 or 4,000 to 5,000. We'll build upon that versus saying, like, oh, you get zero steps, let's go to 10,000. Like you build yourself up to that. And that's how you start small and build those habits into foundational habits. Same with drinking water. If you're drinking like No water, start with half your body weight in ounces, then increase to 100 ounces, then increase to a gallon. I've been using a gallon of water as an example for me, but that's because I've been doing it for years and years and years, and now it's a habit, and even if everything else goes to shit, I still have that habit to hold me down. So that's my next thing is don't let the ball stop rolling completely. You have these tiny foundational habits. So when I have clients who are in a really crazy season of life, like they're have a loved one in the hospital or they lost their job and like their whole life is kind of in shambles. I'm like, okay, we can do, we can control like a couple things in your life right now. That's what we put in our body and how we move it. So if you can just get like water steps in, that's fine. We're still going to move our body. We're still going to drink water and that's going to help you keep your momentum going during all the chaos versus stopping everything For like weeks or a month at a time and then trying to pick it back up you're kind of starting at square one versus starting at square two or three so it really helps to keep these small foundational habits in place and i think we have a whole episode on foundational habits so you can scroll back and listen to that but just do not let the ball stop try and do like one thing that keeps you in your routine amongst everything else going on
0: yes absolutely and going off that point Next is to have a really strong why. So I think a lot of people struggle in multiple areas of their lives because they really don't have that strong foundational why. And in that why really details what you value and what the purpose of doing that action or doing that thing really is. And so when you guys think about your why, it really falls in line with what it is you value. And I love I was actually just listening to a podcast recently. Um, it was actually Kayla Barnes's podcast and she had a fellow fitness pro on there Ben Pokulski and he you know mentioned the quote about values that read values are not what you consciously think are your values your values are what is actually demonstrated through action and so make sure that your guys's values are in alignment with your why and you know my personal why, kind of comes in multiple different pieces as it pertains to my health and fitness journey. So a big why behind, you know, why I do what I do is, you know, I've always been kind of the bigger guy. I've never really been naturally a lean individual. And so I really have been working toward developing a leaner physique. And that's been a huge value of mine going into kind of where I'm at in my season of life. And then there's a huge mental motivation behind what it is I do, because I know that, you know, by me Sticking with my training, not only does it feed that momentum and feed that that habit of showing up for myself and showing up for my fitness and my health, um, but it also helps me mentally. And I think you know this also comes into play because as an athlete, I you know was in that flow state a lot. You know, running down on kickoff, running down on special teams, and you know playing on the field, I, I developed that love for that flow state. And so, a lot of the mental uh, benefits that I get from training is getting into and tapping into. That flow state and so for me on top of those things kind of an unselfish why behind why it is that i do what i do is for my people is for the people that i serve because from the very beginning when i first became a trainer i committed to leading from the front and leading by example because if i'm going to help individuals change their fitness, change their habits around their health and their wellness, like I better be the one leading the charge and, and exemplifying what that looks like. And so that's an, really a major why behind what it is I do what I do is I really do it to, pro- to show and model for my people what it looks like to live a life. Where you do prioritize your health your fitness your training both mental and physical health and all the many things that christina and i focus on and exemplify we want to be that model we want to be you know that resource for individuals who are trying to make those changes in their own lives
1: oh yeah <laughs> i love talking about our whys and mine's kind of changed over the years and like zach said there's kind of bullet points like when we bring clients into our one-on-one coaching we do ask them like hey what's your why and when you think about your why think about like What is gonna keep you going on your hardest days and why is this important to you in the first place? Like why are you even here? Like why does working out, why does eating healthy, like how's it gonna impact your life in a positive way? And for me, my why was always like for the mental health reasons as well. Like I started working out in sixth grade for anxiety. I wanted to have a positive outlet in my life. And it's always say that way, working out feels like my therapy and it always has kept me going. If I don't work out, like if I didn't work out, like it purposefully did not work out for a week or two, like You guys wouldn't even recognize me. (laughs) I probably would be so grumpy. I remember going home from college when I first started lifting and going home and staying with my mom. I didn't have access to a gym. I'd do like bodyweight workouts, but that wasn't motivating. So I just wouldn't work out. And I'd be like eating at home or like not working out. And I would just be like so much more irritable, snappy. I just didn't feel like myself. And I didn't have that energy. And like, I always tell my clients this, like if I didn't work out in the morning and I tried to do calls and check-ins, like you guys would not be happy with what they sounded like. I'd be like, hi guys, happy Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. Let's dive in. And, like, it would be so boring and so, like, low energy because working out gives me energy. So, I always have to do it first thing in the morning to show up for my people. And, like, Zach said, it's for other people. Like, we are the best versions of ourselves when we keep those promises to ourselves. That's what helps us be the best coaches, best fiancés, best sons and daughters, like, for the people in our lives. But also, I want to feel my best long term. Like, I've shared before, I used to do cardiac rehab as an internship. I saw all of these people, even like, very young, like, I worked with someone who was 30 years old and had a heart attack. And some of it's genetics. Some of it is lifestyle. Like we can only control so much in our lives and our health is something that for the most part we can control. I would argue more is lifestyle. Yeah. And the biggest thing that prevents you from living healthy lifestyle is being sedentary. So I would see how people like who didn't focus on any kind of movement, like even just walking. And if you eat poor, poorly, 90% of the time. Only eat healthy 10% of the time, and then you have a negative healthy or negative lifestyle habits on top of that, like smoking or anything like that, then you may be in cardiac rehab at 30 years old. And I said, like, I want to prevent people from getting to this point. I want to motivate people and myself too. Like I have risk factors for my family and my relatives. So I want to prevent what I can. I don't want to end up in that position where a intern at 21 years old is coaching me on how to walk again, because I had a heart attack at 35 or 40 years old. So we want to live long, healthy lives for our future families and for ourselves and control as much as our health as possible. That's also my why behind personal training because I want to help people before they get to that point. So our why for our own fitness kind of relates to our job. And that's why we're so passionate, even on bad days, like you guys probably wouldn't know for having bad days because our why is so strong to show up for you guys and to show up for ourselves that we don't let our bad days derail us.
0: No. Yeah. And I think that that's huge because, you know, if we show up in a shitty mood we show up not feeling our best you know how is that going to reflect on you guys how is that going to reflect on the people that we serve so we are just we are very firm believers in in leading by example and leading from the front because Mm -hmm. once again you know if we're going to have you guys do these things if we're going to sit on here and preach building momentum like we better damn well be living it and that's just something that we've took, took pride in from the very beginning of when we became fitness professionals and so Yeah.
1: Yeah. The next one kind of goes hand in hand with that. When you have a very strong why, this is why we put this one kind of, these were kind of in order. Like if you're starting your fitness journey, never miss twice. If it's hard to never miss twice, build a small habit. And then that creates a big habit. If you keep that ball rolling, it prevents it from backsliding. Having a strong why helps you rely on discipline over motivation because, in the beginning of our fitness journeys, or you may be there too, thinking that motivation is what's going to help keep you going. But in reality, like you have to be disciplined enough to show up. That's what we're talking about by just showing up. You have to be disciplined enough to know, like, I'm gonna feel better after this. And even if I just do 10 minutes, I can leave after 10 minutes if it doesn't feel good. But if you're disciplined enough to go for 10 minutes, you're creating that habit, which keeps the momentum going. And then you'll never rely on motivation again. Like, yeah, it feels good to be motivated, but like, In the winter months when it's dark outside 50% of the day, we're not motivated to do a whole lot to get your steps in, to eat healthy, to go work out, but it's worth it. I promise Mm -hmm. you if you rely on discipline and have a strong why, momentum's never going to stop for you. So we'll go out on that note. I hope you guys took a lot from these five tips to keep you going. I'll read them off one more time just so they stick in your guys' brains for this week ahead. Never miss twice. Start small and build upon those small habits. Don't let the ball stop. Keep those tiny habits going. Have a strong why. And rely on discipline over motivation. And we hope that this carries you into the month of August. August is a really cool month for us. We have our Fabletics event next weekend. It's Zach's business anniversary. Only two years in the game. Blows my mind where you're at. You're like at the same level I am five years in the game at two. So in typical Z fashion. (laughs) 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 you know just barreling through but anyways his birthday month is this month too at the end of the month so we're going to dc we have some fun things so this month's going to be a lot of balance for us so i'm excited to share that with you guys but also to see a lot of you in person next weekend in Columbus, this is the last week to RSVP. It is a free event. We just have to get a headcount because there is a max capacity in the store for Fabletics at Easton. So if you are Columbus area or even driving distance, I had clients come down from Akron last time, two hours away, just to hit a workout with me in person. So if you wanna come meet us in person, Saturday, August 6th, From 8 to 10, we have a workout for an hour, then private shopping, and that's at Fabletics at Easton. We'll put the link in the show notes, along with all the information about Nash. Once again, we absolutely love Nash, and we've seen you guys share your posts. All of you who've gotten Nash have had 10 out of 10 reviews, like amazing things to say.
0: Nash is popping.
1: I'll put all the information for Nash and our partner offer with them in the show notes, as well as our one-on-one coaching applications. We have those in the show notes, as well as our Instagram. So do not forget... To share this episode with your favorite takeaway, tag both Zach and I and Life Rewired Instagram so we can share and continue growing the Life Rewired family. We appreciate you guys so much for joining us again on this Sunday. Let's all have an amazing August together, and we will see you guys next week. Peace out, guys.